We did it. We're on. It's done. I hit the record button. Oh, you hit the record t- button. It's time to go. Okay. It's time. Oh, shit. Did I catch you off guard? Uh, you did. Are you not ready? Um, I'm ready. Okay. I just got... I. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Which one are we doing? <laughs> I was drunk. We're doing we're doing a a whole a whole for real episode of WDMR. Whole for real episode. Yeah. Of when Daniel met, met when. Okay, well, welcome when, to when Daniel met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. Let's get to know each other. Follow us on all the socials and back our Patreon because our Patreon is great. Yes, our, pa- our Patreon is pretty. It's, we put it's a lot of effort stuff. into it. We did, into yes. That. And, and by effort, I mean. I'm looking, I'm looking for my extra special folks out there. There are special folks, and they'll know what we're talking about. They will know what we're talking about. Because there are special folks, and there are extra special folks. Who? Yes. D- Who, yes. D- they so yes. Seven dollars. They seven dollars is what they do. If you've seen the Patreon, then you know, but I mean, dollars. still. Yes. Patreon.com slash Excitement Inc. Yes. But you know what would be swell is if people went to the fucking Instagram and the Facebook and the Twitter and was like. Um, Our socials. Yeah. And was like. That's it. Just like. Just like. Just it. fucking follow. Just, just like talk it. it. Just, be friends. Just, just, just fucking like it. There should be a Discord server by now, too. There should. Okay. Especially now that I'm writing it down. <laughs> you Discord should write that down. Because <laughs> I got, I got a whole. I got a whole list of of tiers. We have a Discord server already. There's just yes, so it's there. But we have tiers on the Patreon, and we're doing these things. Yes, so many tiers. <clears throat> yes, we just spent like a whole hour putting together a Patreon we with tiers. Did and there's about twice as much that went into it as I thought it would. But that's because you're you, Rich. Yeah. Yep, you let me have my input, and I took that input. He did take I it. Ran to the fucking goalpost and back with it frankly guys even if you don't want to spend money on this show it's probably worth just going to the patreon just, just to fucking read the bullshit just, that just Rich go has put on there. just go just go read it don't think just go just go yeah just go be extra special be extra special for me anyway so what's up uh i'm I've got anxiety, man. I left I left the home and I'm nearing this point in like nesting phase with my pregnant wife where I like it was weird. But I did not want to come here today. No, I wanted to come here today. I really didn't fucking want to leave my wife. Okay. I wish I could just like pack my wife into I want I wish she could shrink small and I could put her in a box to keep her in my backpack at all times. Yes. Kind of like an anime called Demon Slayer. Mm hmm. But I wish, yeah, just 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 to like keep her on me at all times, so I can keep an eye on her, make sure she's fed, make sure she's getting her sleep, make sure no one is fucking with her. All right, because she is the mother of my progeny. You know what I mean? Which, she is the vessel to your heir, to my heir. Who we have a gender for? We haven't said so on the podcast yet. Yes, I'm having a son. Yes, it is a boy. The boy. The boy. The boy. The boy. Sarah does not Boy. like that at all. She does not like it. She's like, it's a little separate. It's like, it's kind of mean. It sounds really like judgmental. And well, yeah, it's kind of the point. It's Kratos at first, but it's, you know. it's what toughens him up, prepares him for the world. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm calling him Boy. Boy. Yeah. Yes. No, that's essentially it. But uh, Sarah basically picked out a name the very next day after Christie's birthday party. Sweet. She went with Rutherford? Sure, she did. 
Sure she did. She came right out. I don't like that response. But we can't tell anyone. I don't like that response. Because our friends came up with some excellent advice, which is to not tell anyone the name of your child. Do not tell anyone so the they name do of your not, child. So they do not yuck your yum on the way out. Not that I think you would do that, Rich. I know no, you wouldn't do that. I think not. actually you'd like the name quite a bit. So, um, it doesn't matter. It, does I, not, it truly does not matter. Whatever you name your child, I'm going to dig. And then eventually I'm going to come up with my own nickname for him anyway. Okay. Which he will either hate. Or a door. Okay. But it will be... If you started at an early age, he'll probably not be able to complain anyway or not know the difference. Right. You know, as long as he doesn't, like, go to school and start writing his name as Rutherford (laughs) on his fucking worksheets, that's fine. I can't can't have him (laughs) going and spelling his name Rutherford, please. Don't do that. What is wrong with being a 19th president of these United States? <laughs> but my gra- my grandmothers would like it. Both of mine and um, Sarah's grandmothers would like it since their names are Ruth. They'd be like, oh, it's named after me. <laughs> Boom. Shit. Go for it. I mean, I would go for it with a second son. But if I'm only having one son, I won't, you know, but we'll at least. See, it's funny. Like, watch us have, like, a second boy, and we just won't tell you the whole time until it comes out. You will have forgotten, <laughs> given up on Rutherford. I can say with a very, very weak confidence that I will never forget about Rutherford as a name for your son. Okay. All right. There's there's a weakness in that confidence. Okay. So, so we'll it, might, it might go away. It might. It might not. Chances are it won't. I'm going to sell it hard until somebody buys it. No, that's My fine. wife keeps rolling her eyes at that one. She's yeah. like, why? Why? And so it stays. Why must you? In existence. And I was like, I texted them a picture of Rutherford B. Hayes, our 19th president, and mm-hmm. said, this could be your son. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody will buy it or not. Whatever. Pretty much. I'm going to keep selling it. I don't give a shit. Well, do what you want. But Okay, no one's going to stop you. Yes. When And see, we had this conversation at my wife's birthday, and I was fully in support of not knowing what name you guys picked, my plan is to name every name I can possibly think of so that when it is revealed, I can say, oh, they picked the name I came up oh with. Oh, my God. So I can keep feeding my ego regardless yeah. because I listed that name amongst the 22,000 other names I listed awesome. as yeah. a suggestion. Exactly. You, <sighs> might, you might need to start keeping a list because you're getting a ways and we're still like... Six months out. Oh yeah, I think. Well, no, there's there's going to be a text chain that you guys are gonna just eventually just block. <laughs> <laughs> no, we it's would never be, do that. To okay, you. Rich has been texting nonstop for three and a half hours. I yeah. think he found the cocaine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I didn't find the cocaine. She didn't find the cocaine. He didn't find the cocaine. Um, I was thinking, the reason I said she is because I was thinking about Sarah's reaction, um, to the gender we found out. Unfortunately, uh, the office stopped letting, uh, the men back in the rooms. So at the doc's office, the, uh, um, we had to figure out over the phone what the gender was. And I, I got to, uh, see the screen of the, uh, the, um, ultrasound through FaceTime. And they'll let me go in person for 12 – or not 12 weeks. Which one did she do? She just did 12 weeks. 20 weeks they're going to let me in on. Oh, okay. Um, unless, you know, the, the the virus gets better or worse. Maybe I can go sooner. But um, – or not at all. The uh, uh, the ultrasound was pretty interesting because we found out a couple of things. The first of which is that the placenta is at the back wall of the um, the uterus. Is that where she's keeping that thing? I think so. Yeah, me too. 
Womb. And womb. The back of the womb. Thank you. And there's a um, – listen, I didn't know they peed out the clit, okay, back in the day. Just don't ask me about female anatomy because I did not know that's what how that worked. Um, and we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, but we can come back to it later if you wanted to write it down and circle back. So I think I've mm-hmm. talked about that before already. Oh, we've we've I discussed was, sounding. I was we like, have discussed sounding. Yeah, it uh, is not just a dude I didn't thing. Know. Okay. And so at the back – of the yeah, and so basically the doc said you are going to feel everything. That's why when I reached over and I was like holding, uh, I was kind of like holding her stomach during um, the premiere of the feature film I worked on and uh, got to see my whole name on the credits screen on a, <laughs> at a theater. Thank you. Um, and I'm and I'm feeling like it was so funny because I felt like a little like vibration in there, and I was like, cool. So. Either I felt my baby move or I feel Sarah's digestion right now. Nice. I'd be lucky if it was early, but I still don't think he's that big yet. But we saw him. He does move around. We were uh, the the um, technician was trying to get like a full picture of him while he was in there. And he was like kind of like moving around a lot. And he was like moving at first. She was like, great, great, great. She wanted to get a little bit more of a shape of him. And then. She was like, you're going to have to, like, cough or something to get on to move it. And, like, this technician, she said, was, like, pushing hard on her, like, when we were trying to get, like, the image, get, get him to move so she could see everything. She was like, cough for me. And then she coughed, and the she saw in the old round the baby's arms flail up like this <laughs> and, like, in the air. And, like, it was on a roller coaster. And, she started, <laughs> and then she started laughing, and then he settled back in because of the laugh when she started laughing and then I can the, imagine just the technician was like the, damn it I can imagine just like chilling in the womb and then all of a sudden <laughs> and it's like, oh, what? what is happening why is circle. the world erupting yeah. and then the laughter comes and it's just kind of like a wave on the beach and it's like exactly Oh, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll get back in the hammock. I Ex- guess yeah. uh, he was being he was being a little a little moody. So it was pretty it was pretty funny watching him. You know, like go back and forth, and then which was like a little harder when huh? um you know uh, we're going to town with our uh, carnal knowledge of each other, and I I couldn't keep going. I just started laughing in the middle of sex because I just picture him on an actual <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> trying to do it i'm just picturing like what are you laughing about i'm like it's like he's on a roller coaster he's getting his shit rocked right now and she's like oh no is this sex from now on i was like no (laughs) but i digress quiet down boy daddy has business (laughs) what what is that thumping in my door I keep answering the door no one's there I imagine him as like the downstairs neighbor with the broom keep it down (laughs) some of us are studying it's true it's true I don't know what he's studying for. Possibly like the birth trial. I don't know. Maybe. Right. That's like the first trial we have to go through. But, you know. I'm resting. <laughs> I was chilling in the hammock. It's what true. is happening? Yes. So, uh, no, it's 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 been an interesting like few months. But, no, I mean, um, we've gone through, through a, a bunch of names. And uh, he was almost Harrison. Almost. Um, and then we kind of decided against it because we didn't really like the fact that he'd probably get called Harry a lot. 
um, Harry Hayes. Uh, nah, can't can't have that. So, and then she was always like attached to this name, like Jackson, for a while. But then we were looking through like top names, and there's a lot of Jacksons right. out there for whatever reason. Jackson is a fucking hot name commodity right now, and I was like, please don't. She was like, fucking fine. She liked it enough that when so her sister and her ex sister in law, um, she Sarah said I like the name Jackson for my kid, and then her ex sister in law immediately took that name and gave it to her son right sarah's nephew and that still hasn't hindered sarah from still wanting jackson i'm like what about jack what about your nephew jack she's like i could give two shits she's like fuck that where i still want to name my kid jackson i was like okay fine but um it's funny because like i suggested a name but she found a very that i really really liked and wanted for some time and I suggested this name, and she said um, – and then she found a vari- – and she was like, no. And then like a month later, she found a variation on that name and was like, I guess it's in. And I was like, yes. So All it's right. sticking pretty good. Nice. So unless she ma- like magically comes up with something okay. random, I know what it is. And I realize I'm being like a super motherfucking cock tease to you now. I'm oh, sorry. I'm not even, I'm not even worrying about it. I'm okay. just like okay. – I'm like, honestly, yeah. what's going on in here is yeah. – Stop it before you slip. Stop it before you slip. (laughs) I don't want you to slip it out. And then I know. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm pretty bad about that. I'm pretty bad about that. And then I can be like, well, that's what his name is going to be. Hmm. How do I feel about this? No, no, no. I don't (laughs) don't want want that. that. I don't want any of that. I want it to be a surprise just as much as you guys (laughs) do. So that when I meet this kid, look him in the face and hear his name, I can form that i'm glad i'm glad you have a respect for the the spoilers and the surprise of things because um i really like we were waiting for our friends beck and gabe to get back for their honeymoon so we could tell them the gender and basically like the day before they got back becca asked and sarah just told him (laughs) (laughs) and i did not get to tell my friend gabe that it was a boy with just him so he came over so it's a boy huh i'm like yeah I didn't get to tell you. How dare you know before I could say it? He had one of the best reactions, though, when we were telling people we were pregnant because we could not. We before the wedding, we were desperately trying to trying to find a way to tell them before the wedding so that they did not think if Sarah had to if Sarah did not seem in jovial spirit, if she wasn't drinking, that she was, you know, she would we needed them to know that we were still happy to be there just in case Sarah was like, I feel like shit or I'm tired or, you know, just so it made sense. And she was low energy. That's why. And uh, so we could not get them in the same fucking room to save our lives before the wedding. So like the week before, like two weeks before we like called Becca over and I sat Becca down and I I sat this bride to be who has a a wedding party like gathered who is like in the middle of the throes of crazy ass wedding planning, sat her down and started with there's something we should probably tell you. I'm sorry, Becca. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. And so she starts panicking. And then, yeah, and Sarah's like, I'm pregnant. She was like, yeah. I was super excited. But Gabe's reaction was the best because the next day we went over. Um, Becca was at work and we went over. And Gabe uh, is is like – and this is not in a bad way, but very cookie cutter in the way that he's always like, sup, how are you? And he's very cordial, but he's very proper and neat in the way that he gets together. And, you know, and we know he would eventually go, so what's up, guys? 
Um, because that's always how he starts a conversation. He's very good at just starting the conversation, asking you how you are. He's so polite, and um, he's he's sweeping because we went over short notice. We were like, Becca's gonna be mad if you don't sweep up this cat litter, and he's like, You're right. And he's like sweeping with the broom, and he's like, So what's up, guys? And we, and Sarah's like, I'm pregnant, and he's like, Okay, <laughs> like, he had to stop for a second. He's like, What? <laughs> like holding his broom, and he's like a little taken back. He's like, He stops sweeping. He's like, Oh, he's like, Yeah. We were like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Which was very funny. And he's like, that's why Becca was telling me how many she wanted last night. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's on the mind. <laughs> we were like, yeah. But uh, luckily, we generally, as a practice, try not to hold it against our friends. Like, we kind of know if we tell a friend something, they're going to tell their significant other. Absolutely. That's kind of a rule that you can expect that they're going to, even if you tell them not to, that they're going to tell their significant other. But at least then you can at least both pretend that they didn't tell the significant other and the other significant other can be pretending to be surprised or whatever it is. Gage swears, though, that he has not told our his girlfriend, Madi yet, who used to be roommates with us and will probably lose her mind. Okay. But she has no idea we're pregnant, no idea we know the gender, <laughs> no idea of any of it. We still haven't, like, gathered a ton. And it's kind of funny because Madi is a very innocent, quiet, like, soul personality right. in general, very squeaky mouse-like. And so it's also, like, it's becoming kind of hilarious that she's also kind of going to be the last person to find out. <laughs> Just because we can't arrange a time or, you know, like wrangle everyone together at the same time. So because... I shouldn't have DM'd her on Facebook with, are you excited <laughs> about Daniel and Sarah's new offspring? No. Okay. Which is fine. I know you didn't. You clearly didn't do that. No, I found it very, very odd, though. I was going through my Facebook. Yeah. She's my friend on Facebook. Yes. Gage is not. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, listen. I don't know why. Gage uh... keeps coming up in my suggestions, and I'm like... Yes. And, and, and there's this weird thing where it's like, I know this guy. He knows me. Mm-hmm. I've got to be coming up in his suggestions if he's coming up in mine. Mm-hmm. Do I friend request him? Does he want to friend request me? Is he just waiting for me? It's this weird. I think it's kind of funny because you're probably thing. being shy of each other ultimately. But it's not like he hasn't been over here. Right. Gage made the jingles yeah. for the show. He's the one who remastered the jingles yeah. with me. For all this fancy content and It's weird because it's not like we don't know each other. It's just we've never hit that Facebook point. But I did with his girlfriend for whatever reason. I don't know why. She listens to the show. Neat. Dedicatedly. (laughs) Nice. She's one of the people who asked Well, I hope you find out before this (laughs) episode. This is how you find out. Come on over and be on the show. (laughs) And we can talk about this. This will be a subject. We can discuss this if you'd like. I'm sorry. Maybe we should just get it out. I was, I was like, maybe I should just call All her. Right, no, get into the DMs no, but here. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Um, I'm joking. We have to wait for Sarah because I think like Sarah would like to see what the reaction is like as well. Granted, if I get it over the phone and um, uh, that would also be kind of like equally hilarious. But um, I don't know. I don't know. See, the only the only way that I would accept a text message for news like that, yeah, is if I received the text message at like ten oh seven p.m. Yeah, and you found out at ten oh six p.m. Yes, if it if it's that kind of a thing, like a shocked surprise, oh shit type yes. thing, yes. then it's fine. 
Yeah. But if it's like, I'm going to premeditate this for months and then just tell him in a text message. Yes. No, that ain't cool, man. No, it's not cool. I don't know. Anyway, you got exciting shit going on. You no, know, it's it's like the most exciting shit. But it's also, like I said, it's the nesting is coming over me. My house is cleaner than it's ever been because, like, we were kind of in this in this mind state of, like, at least while we were trying for a kid of just not, how do you say, I don't want to say not giving a shit, but, like, you know, I had a summer gig this summer. I like to pick up, you know, um, um, serving gigs on and off, and I'll go wait tables um, for technically fun because I don't mind doing it. Now I mind doing it. I'm, I'm a little, I think I'm a little past that, but also I, I feel like people have gotten worse since the pandemic. Um, as a server, I've, I've had people treat me and act towards me in ways I did not think was possible for someone to act towards a server. And I've seen some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of that, like we were kind of beyond, we aren't the cleanest of folks. We can clean before we have a bunch of company because the dishes need to be clean and we can't have laundry everywhere. So, you know, there's a clean walking path and, you know, vacuum the dog. So she doesn't, you know, leave a dog's worth of fur on every person who walks by. But we were still kind of trying to get, uh, um, every time I try to get a, like a, a hamper on life and do things or like run out and do the daily adulting. I just didn't want to. Yep. Neither did Sarah. We were just kind of at a point where, like, and granted, that's kind of part of the pandemic, too, is, like, kind of right. ruining the flow of life and us not giving a shit anymore. Boy, I don't think my, yeah, like I said, my house has not been this clean. I need to go buy more hangers because this is, uh, I didn't even know how many hangers I needed because of how much shit that wasn't clean at a given time. And now I need to go get more hangers on my way home so I can actually hang everything I own. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> Why? Because you went pregnant, hangers, and my mind went elsewhere. Oh, no. Because I am a horrible person. I am a horrible person. And you're just kind of like, how can I make a joke out of this? And I was just like, there's no good way to make a good joke out of hey, this, even I didn't though say, it hit me. I didn't say wire hanger. <laughs> no, you did that's not. That's the important part. I didn't say wire hanger, and that's the important part. Absolutely. So... I am a horrible person. I can be a horrible person. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I will accept all all of the horribleness, all of it, because that is that I'm. Yes. Don't even. Don't even sweat it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yes, my sense of humor is like a dry, dry, or a very fine wine. Where where the mind goes can be a particularly funny place, and then like you know what's particularly hard sometimes I find, and you know is that like we might have old senses of humor and needing to stray away from things that used to be appropriately funny that are no longer appropriately funny. Where in our mind we feel like it's appropriate to make certain jokes. Um, that, for instance, might lean in the direction of like abortion with a wire hanger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then it's just kind of like, yeah, that's not really tasteful right now. And granted, that's not, you know, as much as, you know, I, I mean, to say an exemplar, you know, an example of like Adam Sandler's homophobia jokes in the past, like things like that, that sometimes it's kind of like, hey, I want a joke like that. But no, I can't. It's not a joke anymore. Oh, well. Do you ever find yourself like trying to reroute so you can find jokes to say out loud? There's. I have been able to kind of reconstruct the flow of my mind to where I can make that joke 
without it being offensive to anyone else. Yeah, me too. So, and I have always kind of, stri- I've always made an attempt to strive for that, yes. I should say. Because yes. I don't want the joke to be at anyone's expense uh-huh. except my own. Yes. So a lot of my humor will always skew self-deprecating. Yes. And that's also because, you know, I don't think very, very highly of myself and I have mental disorders that allow me to not think very highly of myself. And that also makes it common for it to seem like I am fishing for compliments. Okay. When really I am not fishing for any compliments. I am expecting the joke to continue. Yes. But there will be people that are people are really fucking nice. Yes. (laughs) And they don't want to be that. They don't want to go with that self-deprecating run. Yes. Now, the fun bit is that there are people that will they will they will pick that up and run with it quite nicely. And then we end up all end up in the end zone with a very humorous joke. Yes. No, it's always fun to bounce off of each other and like go down the road of like what we decide and make funnier. Uh, The way we bounce off of each other and make funnier things. Which is like, it's good to cut loose and remember that sometimes. Like when we went to Christy's uh, birthday dinner a week ago tonight, I really like, we were bouncing off of each other and we were joking about um, uh, our friend was trying to fuck with us, Mirna, and she said, why don't you put a, uh, she was like, why don't you mix, I got a taster of the stout that her husband was drinking and um i got a basically smaller of a raspberry sour and she said why don't you take that stout son of a baptiste and a baptist and mix it with the sour and then and then i was like okay is this and then i drank down my sour and i drank down a little bit of the taster after i had a taste of both i was like okay should i mix them now and she was like no no i was joking i was like yeah you were joking but like should i but i'll do this and i'm like yeah exactly you don't ask me to do things and i'll take off my glasses when i take off my glasses i'm serious it's happening i'm ready and and she was like no 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 and you were like and i was like but what if we told them to put a stout in a souring kettle at a brewery and try it and see if that's like any good and you were like and i was like what would what would we name it you were like it would have to be something messed up like you know like alabama something and i was like oh i know uh my sister's my aunt (laughs) (laughs) sister auntie (laughs) aunt grandma ale and we're bouncing (laughs) aunt grandma ale (laughs) this is bad (laughs) that's what happens when you mix a princess yum yum with the son of a baptist (laughs) yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong well i didn't get princess yum yum i got like a raz like mine yeah not that it matters princess yum yum's still good but that's not what i got yeah I'm not a big fan of sours, I discovered after having that Princess Yum Yum. Really? Yes. Fuck with your stomach? No, no, just because okay. it didn't really hit the flavor palette Okay. the way I wanted it to. Is that why you went to Son of Baptiste after? Yes. Okay. Yes. I typically prefer a stout in my beer yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, but I have been hanging out with a guy who is a big, big, big proponent of IPAs, yes. which prior to this, I could not stand IPAs. Really? Yeah, they're just the. They taste like buttholes. They're super, super hoppy. Yeah, to where the hops feels like it's, like the drink is biting back. Yes, not a fan. 
Yeah. But as I was hanging out with him and he was like, want a beer? And I was like, you are going to subject me to a bunch of people. I should probably have a beer. Yeah. To overcome any of the social angst. Naturally. That I have anyway. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I would have the, I would have whatever beer he had available, which was always IPA. And he was like, I'm sorry, I need to get more stouts. I need to get more stouts on hand for when you come over. And he has actually been supplying more stouts. But I have been getting into IPAs just because hanging out with him, I'm, that's all I'm drinking more. You know, it's kind of like an acquired taste thing because, like, I can drink an IPA here and there. I just I don't prefer them ultimately. And the less I found the less I've drank beer over the years, the less I would drink an IPA as opposed to like when I used to serve at a brewery and I was drinking a beer or two every night because I was getting them for free. I would be able to like you know when i wanted some variation i would go from the red to you know like the ipa or i would go from the lighter to the ipa because i want something different but mm-hmm. now that i've stopped drinking them as often i'm just kind of like i don't no thank you not, right not really there yeah yeah i don't drink that often anymore i yeah. mean and the only time actually that i do drink is when i'm around that person and they have like a gathering at their house or whatever and then it's like Oh, there's 10 people here that I don't know and I mm-hmm. have to socialize with and fuck it. I'm going to lubricate my social gears and have a beer. Yeah. And that didn't do it. So I'm going to have another one and that one didn't take. So let's have another one. And I'm, I'm again there. Maybe one more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four beers. Rich is perfect for meeting and mingling. Yeah. So. In order to get those four beers, it's typically an IPA or a sour or something like that. And so my taste buds have shifted to accept that. Yeah. Whereas in the past, I would have been like, I, you know what? I'm just going to step outside and away from people and wait for my wife to be done so I can go home. Yeah. And now, I, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. So what kind of IPAs are you like? I mean, is it just do you? Are are you still kind of ending up on the more bitter side? Do you like the more grapefruit with fruity notes, that's floral it. notes, the grapefruit? Yeah, there's okay. one Citrus. that's there's one that's called like Juicy Bits. Yes, IPA. Uh, Juicy Ranger. That could be it. Yeah, it's like this grapefruit, and it's actually like it's it's less of an IPA and more of like a thirst quenching beer, which is strange because there really yeah. isn't like. A beer that quenches your thirst. It's is like, there is there a skeleton on the can or logo? Or no, whatever? there's no skeleton. It's just kind of a pale can with like pink Juicy writing on it. Juicy bits IPA. You were right. IPA. Juicy bits. Boom. There That's you go. That's it. Cool. That's it. By Weldworks. By Juicy Weldworks. Bits. Yes. Sounds nice, dude. We found a brewery in um, Brighton. Um, Ooh. Well over a year ago. These guys are called Something Brewery. Something. Have you heard brewery. of these guys? I have not. They will straight up. It's funny because we, Scott introduced me to them. And what we didn't know is that one of the uh, gentlemen that works there, also an actor in the movie we were working on. Nice. The feature film. So, um, yes, I am 21 or older. And they have all kinds of funny. The art for their cans are almost the funniest things. But nice. they I'm, had, I'm looking at names here, and these names are great. Internet yeah, money. Yes. 
So my favorite when I was there, yeah, go ahead and say it out loud. Bold strategy cotton. <laughs> yep. A cotton candy hazy IPA. Yep. Citrus. These guys are hilarious. That's um, awesome. My favorite was PT Panic. This was during the pandemic. <laughs> and instead of TP Panic for toilet paper, it was Pop-Tart Panic. And the art was a strawberry Pop-Tart frantically shoving strawberry Pop-Tarts into its cart <laughs> because it was a strawberry Pop-Tart sour beer. Oh, nice. These guys are fucking dope. They're very cool. Millennial very Falcon nice. voodoo juice. <laughs> yep. Variant. Millennial Falcon. Yep. It's it's crazy, but yeah, that's a blueberry granola yogurt chocolate sour. That sounds horrifying. It kind of does. Uh, Internet money, watermelon, Jolly Rancher, Goza. Yeah, no, these are, it's something brewery is really cool here. Um, But like, you know, I'm not particularly like, I got to be honest, I am in no way like a beer connoisseur. Like yeah, I'm either. It's I used to kind of be when I was working in a brewery, I would be a lot more about like this is what beer does this and how. And I got to be honest, like an, another reason I stopped drinking beer was because the brewer there was a gold medal winning brewer. Nice. China basically bought him. He lives in China now. He moved to China. Nice. To brew beer for them because they want better American beer. Nice. Yeah. So, which I don't know why we had gay roommates. Um, don't ask me why I started with that. Um, see, I'm not. This is like the defensism. Oh, like, see, we're not homophobic. It's not me. Was we like, all had gay roommates. Was, yeah, we all have. So, like, no one can accuse me of being homophobic. That's just the anxiety in me. Um, and like the horror of being accused of something that's not true, which right. is like a, a deep seated fear of mine, and I hate it. But, um, so the, uh, uh, main thing and what I'm trying to talk about as it relates to that and my roommates is that, um, and I probably started with gay because I'm going to be saying he and he at the same time in case anyone's confused, but, um, they, uh, got married, one of the Chinese and their parents came up to visit us. And as a gift, um, his husband presented a tall of PBR. Pops Blue Ribbon. Why? Because it's a fucking delicacy because they don't have that shit out there. Nice. And so he was like, because it's customary to give gifts to your significant others or your fiancés or your husband, wife, whatever, their mm-hmm. parent. And so they would present, and here's this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. PBR was like, when I, where I'm from, where I was growing up, PBR was like the high-end good stuff. Yeah. Because below that was Schlitz malt liquor, Stroh's, and Old Style. Ooh. And then I come out here and everybody's like, ooh, Old Style. Old Style's like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, if you like your beer skunked before it can even skunk, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. yeah, go with Old Style. Jesus. Whereas they say the same thing about PBR. I guess the altitude just really messes with the taste buzz. Really? uh, I, I would assume, because why the fuck would anyone willingly drink old style or stroh's i don't know that's where i'm at yeah although i i shouldn't be a beer snob i'm not in any position to be a beer snob i'm not a connoisseur either i'm like oh hey it's free cool i'll drink it okay so uh, i think 
a thing for me is that also there is such a large drastic difference between something that is on tap mm-hmm. and something that is in the canner bottle. Yes. Because I still to this day, there is no beer. Even the brewer at the um, restaurant I used to work at, I still to this day would prefer a PBR on tap. Why? Because PBR is the maltiest fucking beer you will taste oh, yeah. on tap. That's my favorite thing about beers, particularly why I generally go towards reds. Yeah. Is because I would prefer that. I would prefer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, The malty flavor to it. I like, how do I put it? It's almost like toast. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like, that's exactly what it is. It's, a, it's like a toasty flavor. And oh my gosh, it's a reason why toasted Cheez-Its are better than normal Cheez-Its, the extra toasty ones. Um, I like that flavor. And te- Texas Roadhouse for a second got a lot of my business because they were the only place in fucking town that had PBR on tap. And it was the best. I would go get a tall like once a week. Nice. Or two. Nice. Good shit. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. We are not beer experts. We are not beer experts <laughs> at all. My <laughs> biggest qualifier for a beer is that it's free. Beyond that, I might get a little picky, but Masters of None. Yes. At all times. Absolutely. So And don't you dare tell me that's a better name than excitement. <laughs> not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. At all. I'm going to be that wife who, like, you're going to be like, and this is funny because I just watched uh, the Sopranos movie last night, and we we brought up narcissism on the show based on that before. Yes. (laughs) It's so funny watching, like, the husband, like, bring one thing up once and then be like, I'm good. Let's let it go. And then the wife drags it fucking out forever. Ever because you say it the one time that's gonna be me in this situation. You told me earlier, and we came to the the, the um the what is it? how does how does Anakin Skywalker put it in uh, Revenge of the Skywalker when he's revealing to Mace Windu that uh, Palpatine is Lord Sidious? Oh yeah, I've learned a terrible truth. <laughs> Rich doesn't like excitement ink as a name. Oh, and this isn't a big deal. This isn't like something that I'm trying to expose. The, the thing him is, for. is it's that not, I thought you mm. knew this. And it's also because, like, you had a plenty good name as well. You did have a good name, and we both kind of liked it. I made an executive decision as marketing and branding liaison of our here self-appointed business place in make-believe land that (laughs) your name was... Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Listen, why don't we still have a show called Enthusiasm? I don't know. That will be primarily a sexual oriented show. It doesn't even need to be sexually oriented. It just needs. Enthusiasm. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I just. Enthusiasm. When we had the discussion, when we were coming up with the name for we the show, we had a two-hour sit. We down. had a two-hour sit-down discussion, and <laughs> the I fuck are we going to name off, this? And here's the thing: I was, I realized I was not near direct enough. Yeah, because I started off that conversation with saying I am not in love with Excitement Inc. as a show name. That is how I started, and you were like, "Okay, let's brainstorm." And two hours later, we both settled on enthusiasm. And I was like, sweet, we're going with enthusiasm. That is an excellent name for this nerdy show. And then you show up the next day and go, yeah, we're calling it Excitement Inc. And I was like, okay. Because I was just like, 
All right. Well, those two hours last night are out the fucking window. I don't know what that was about, but all right. I don't cool. know what it was about either so, because I don't remember like going like hard in that opposite direction in the way that, you know, there are things that stick with some people to other people without sticking to other people without other people. For yeah. one, my ADHD ass, like you, like clearly you've continued to do this for like on and off for two fucking years. <laughs> Sometimes very consistently, no thanks to the pandemic when it wasn't. Yeah. And like have been like, you know what? Cool. And you've let go of that. And that's like that's if anything, like how do I put it? It's like the it's like the 21 dresses, 27 dresses or like it's like that could be a plot of our fucking romance novel about our fucking show which is like you never liked it i never did but you were always here (laughs) yeah i rolled with it because i was just like oh it's fine it's i had no idea i think the reason i like leaned so far away from it in my own like in my own mind and like why it just turned off by the time i got back the next fucking week or morning or wherever we ended up doing it however and whatever was that it was like I didn't like the gasm part enthusiasm where it was like a like sexually oriented thing and then I was like nope we're gonna go plain Jane boring which is the only thing in my mind that I can think of as why I attached to it and was your complaint excitement because too straightforward boring uh, yeah, I don't think it grabs anyone's attention. Okay. If they're scrolling through podcasts to listen to, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's going to stop on Excitement Inc. over enthusiasm. Yes. That that was my thought process. But I'm sure. Sure. And it just seemed very, very bland for what we were doing. Fair enough. But you came back and you were like, yeah, we're going with that. I was like, all right. Okay. That's yeah. fine. Because in fairness, you're doing more of the work. You're doing more of the marketing. You're doing more of this stuff. It needs to be something that's comfortable for you. Yeah. And if you're not comfortable with that and you're comfortable with Excitement Inc., roll with it. I don't care. It's fine. I don't think But it was... for future reference, if we're ever having a discussion about something and I go, I'm not in love with this. Yes. It means come up with something else. I don't <laughs> like that at all. Okay? <laughs> this is going to be my one win. <laughs> For all time in this company that we're trying to start is going to be, (laughs) this is going to be the one thing is like, okay, you already named it excitement. Can we not like do this and whatever and stuff like that? But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still happy with it. It's clearly not the worst name in the world. I still think because we had to rename it from the nerd archive. Yeah. Now, I really loved the Nerve Archive. I may be the only one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with the Nerd Archive. There's nothing wrong with it, but I guess it's also not as, like, it's kind of, like, very low-tier, very low-tier in the way that it's, like, a very catching name, and then Excitement Inc. is very medium, and then Enthusiasm is pretty unique. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's not like I hate Enthusiasm or anything. I mm-hmm. just didn't like it for an umbrella name. And now I remember it was not, I didn't like it for an umbrella name. That's all. Mm -hmm. Enthusiasm would still be a great idea for, you know, in in the future, if we ever get more time to like do more fucking shows and the way that happens is on patreon.com slash excitement. If we had more time to do more of these shows, enthusiasm would be a great name for a sexually oriented show where, man, I would love to do a caller, like call in, tell me your relationship problems. And again, we would take to the beginning of any episode and say, we are not professionals. (laughs) (laughs) 
But listen, I didn't mean to bring that up. No, no. But it I was might. obviously weighing on you. I'm, I'm glad I'm you really, it up. I'm really upset now. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm, I'm glad. I'm the you upset it up wife who's going to keep bringing it up. Weighing on you. Exactly. So we can let it go. You can let it go. We can yes. Let it go. Yes. Motherfucker. So that is my fault. <laughs> that is not my fault for making it known at the time in a stronger sense. I should have said that following morning. Um, no, I really don't like that. Let's come up with something else. I thought this was settled last night when we did come up with something else. I didn't say that. I'm going to channel my inner. I didn't say that, but I will. You know what? I will be on. honest with you. I will be honest with you. When you came back the next morning and said, yeah, we're going with Excitement Inc. At that point, I felt like I should not contribute anything with my voice because my voice does not matter. At that point, that was the thought I had because of how you were just like, yeah, we're going with this name. After I had expressed the night before, I don't like that name. Let's come up with something else. So I was. That was where I do I remember was at. you saying that once or twice. That was where I was at. Or four so times. The next, the next day when mm. you came in and said we're going with Excitement Inc., I was like, okay, I'll just roll with whatever because it's going to go in whatever direction. My voice doesn't really matter here. It was a ruthless executive decision. Yes, it was. And so we need to talk about like. If maybe there's like a like a ruthless executive Daniel that comes out sometimes, you know what I mean? We're like, you know, you clearly didn't lose sleep over this. And I hope you know that your voice is fucking heard <laughs> when it comes to decisions and stuff like that. But you can't just like and I know you haven't checked out because you you put in plenty of input for the show. You still we still do things you want to do. But if it's not as loud because I titled the show something different after you were like, well, I like enthusiasm. Well, I like excitement. But also it's really important to say out loud that it was never like not once did I ever come in and go, well, I edit and do all the fucking work. So we're naming it what I want it. Right. You know, so no. like. And the thing is, is that if you didn't have a strong argument for your decision, mm-hmm. I probably would have challenged harder. Yeah. But I was like, you had a point. Yeah. You had a point that some people would see that gasm there, think sexual and move on. Yeah. Valid point. Yeah. I don't see that that way because I see so many things in social media and whatnot that are like, I had a nerdgasm over this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just kind mm-hmm. of a... It's kind of an at a word amalgamation to express excitement to an extreme. Yeah. Which is what I thought we were going for. Yeah, totally. And so you said not as an umbrella name. Perfect. Great. Yes. I am on board for that. Yes. But you're not on board with. But as far as a show name goes, I'm not in love with it. Which is rich code for, oh, my God, pick something else. I do not like that. The, the, the calm adult, not narcissist Daniel will will say now, Rich, I'm sorry you didn't feel heard. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, and I didn't I know mean it. to make you and you do know it. Yeah. And but I think from now on, I am going to channel my inner narcissist for any time this comes up in the future and just be like, well, fuck me. Right. <laughs> I'm such the asshole. And I fucking. <laughs> Just turn it off and just be like. 
They're like, yes, I'm the asshole here. I slave over the stove that is our dinner yeah. of a podcast, and I just come in to say, oh, it's Excitement Inc. for dinner tonight. Fine, but I'm doing the work. <laughs> Never mind that I pay the hosting fees. Never mind that I do all the editing. Never mind that it's my fucking machine. I guess we'll name it what you like, bitch. <laughs> Not that it was ever like that. <laughs> <laughs> Going full narcissist. Full narcissist. You're right, Rich. You're right. Have it your way. I guess I'm just a pile of shit to you now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not in love with that. Well, I fucking quit then, you <laughs> piece of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> I'd have a divorce uh, if I could get away from you. <laughs> but we share a mortgage in this podcast house. <laughs> Why am I so committed to something that doesn't love me? <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, shit. Oh, oh. Ow. <clears throat> we haven't laughed that hard in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Holy it's been, shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, I, a, that's a good one. I think we're getting back in the rhythm. That's a good stuff. That's that's good stuff right there. Into the yeah. nose, out through the mouth. Oxygen to the brain. Woo! Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking of joining the Satanic Temple. Heard <laughs> 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 there's a lot of titties in there. <laughs> I don't blame you. Oh, have you watched this documentary, Hail Satan? No. Okay. Heard of it. There's this documentary that has come out called Hail Satan. And it is about, it is about, it is about the Satanic Temple, which is a non-theistic religious organization in America that is dedicated to stopping Christian oligarchy. Oh. Basically, they put justice of the individual ahead of everything else. So there are these. Hold on. Uh oh. I'm a little uncomfortable. I just noticed this bar wasn't moving. Um, Never mind. Satanic church? Oh, yeah. Stopping the Christian oligarchy. So this is basically a organization that is dedicated to individual justice. In fact, I kind of want to bring up and read the seven tenets of this satanic temple. Ooh. So give me a second. You know, I worked with a guy who um, was super into um, Satanism. He asked that I call him Papa Keller. That's what's his Satan designation. Um, And he's also the kind of person who jokes so fucking often and dryly and sarcastically that I don't always know when he's serious or not. But I'm pretty sure he was actually into the Satanism aspect. And he would um, he would uh, say that like a big thing was that they also like Satanism is huge into the worship of females. Oh, yeah. Because they are the providers. They are the power. (laughs) The... Literal, yes. like, with their uh, sexual organ, are the power. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they can control any man with it. Yes. Yes. Now, 
the thing about this satanic temple is they're not calling themselves a church. They are very, very careful to not call themselves a church. Got it. Okay. And they are not Satan worshipers. They are non-theistic. That means there is no, there is no deity in this organization. But it is organized similar to a church in that people gather, they spread the word, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they get community, which is the biggest portion of attending a church is to get community. Got it. So there are seven fundamental tenets of the Satanic Temple. Mm-hmm. Number one. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Number two, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. I like it. Number three, one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Ooh-hoo. Number four. Fuck you, Texas. The freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. There you go. Number five. Beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. Nope. Number six. People are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. Number seven, every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. These are the seven fundamental tenets of the satanic temple. Those are some awesome. That is the heart and soul of what everyone's philosophy should follow, especially every patriotic American. Yes. Okay. If you are one of these people who is willing to say that the satanic temple is not patriotic simply because they call themselves the satanic temple, you're doing it wrong. Are you doing it wrong? You are doing it wrong. These are people, those seven tenets right there, Mm -hmm, don't, mm -hmm. they put justice and the individual ahead of any spiritual or scriptural tenets, Mm -hmm. including their own. Yes. (laughs) It's just like, this is the heart and soul of what the Bill of Rights and America is about. Isn't it? insane when you like have to look at it in that way like this is what we're at least as far as like a the tenants are awesome yeah it's it's uh, how are you going to reach your goal is what i wonder so those are awesome and again to their own call it whatever you want to you know if you you know if they line up with like the the satan temple of you know whatever that's how they do it I agree. Those are awesome tenants. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest thing working against them is calling themselves the Satanic Temple. Yes, that's that's, <laughs> that's the it. biggest fucking. Th- that's, that's the biggest thing working which, against and, them. Yes. Uh, you know, devil's advocate here. Uh, I think that that's what is uh, 
pun intended. I think that that's what they. I was waiting for you to like spit mm-hmm. up your coffee. I pun. <laughs> you did. Bitch, I pun. Anyway, you did. Um, I guess I pun enough that it's not a joke to you anymore. Um, it's not. You know, I, a I was rare occasion. I okay. was rolling. You were wrong. Okay, perfect. So the the devil's advocate here is that like. If they did not market themselves under the literal fucking zeitgeist poster boy of evil, (laughs) maybe this would be such a great list of tenants. You know, what do they call them? Like the new, what the, 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 the new spiritual foundation or the new i could get behind that but you know who i'm not gonna get to listen to me (laughs) is fucking anyone who's you know what i mean like any because i can think of my christian friends who'd be like oh you're gonna it's you're literally like in a group called satan i I don't even want to hear about it i don't even want to like because satan is so bad to those other religions all it's gonna choose them to like make them do is shut the fuck down they're going to that is going to put up blinders the word satan they aren't even going to read those fucking tenants it kind of sucks because i love those tenants but like it's 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 cool is that not like and i'm not i'm just kind of making an observation and a harsh criticism here which is like this would like be awesome and i would probably get behind it if their marketing wasn't literally shit posting garbage like <laughs> in a in a like in a sad way it's kind of like if Disney went and marketed themselves like what if what if Disney's content was that what they called themselves Pornhub? You know, like it's almost like these like opposites of things. But I digress. You would have to have an open mind in the first place to be able to approach that shit. I don't disagree yeah. with any bit of what you're saying. Yeah. But on the other hand, the new spiritual healing center for justice and individual rights. Uh-huh. You're never going to hear of that. No. You will never hear of that organization. True. Even if they had those tenants that were awesome, you would never hear of them. Mm -mm. But you're going to hear about the Satanic Temple. It's true. And mainly because who believes in Satan? Christians. Christians. Yeah. (laughs) They're the only ones that believe in Satan as a deity. Fuck. So that's why it's also ass backwards. It's it's asinine and it's crazy that it is completely opposite. But I gotta tell you, those tenets, the things that they say, the things that they do, the satanic temple has adopted highways and is out there cleaning up America across states. Well, it's not hard to do more than politicians these days. It's it's not hard to do more than Christian organizations these days. Yeah. The, this, the main thing that got them into the zeitgeist is that when years ago, years and years ago, in old Hollywood. Yes. There was a movie entitled The Ten Commandments starring Charlton Heston. You may have heard about it. It was kind of a big deal. It was a big deal at the time. It was a big, big honking deal. Everybody saw the Ten Commandments. As part of the publicity and marketing for getting that movie out there, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they presented different Capitol buildings with a slab of the Ten Commandments that they put on public land at the government building (sighs) that lists the Ten Commandments. Yikes. 
And so, in response, Mm -hmm. and to protect the freedom of religion and freedom of speech and all the things that the First Amendment grants, Mm -hmm. the Satanic Temple decided to put a statue of Baphomet (laughs) right next to it on Capitol Grounds in Arkansas. Smart people. It's a great idea. The, The basis being that Baphomet is an art piece. Okay, it is a mythical creature. You know, nobody is saying, oh, I truly, thoroughly believe that Baphomet is going to protect us all. But the idea is if this is going to be representative of your religious beliefs, Mm -hmm. there should be this representation of certain people's religious beliefs. Yeah. So if they're now. (laughs) <laughs> if the Muslim faith allowed for any representations of Muhammad, I would be fine with a Muhammad right next to them. I would be fine with a Baphomet. I would be fine with a flying spaghetti monster mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right across from. It's just a mascot. It's just a mascot. It's, it's just, just a mascot. It just supports a belief. Whatever your belief system is, fine. I don't care. It, but their point was that if Baphomet does not have a place on Capitol grounds, neither does the Ten Commandments. It's true. And then the Ten Commandments were taken out by a Christian in a car who felt that they didn't have any place on Capitol grounds either. Yeah. So this guy, not even associated with the Satanic Temple, uh-huh. he just heard the argument on the news and said, you know what? They're right. But I don't want a Baphomet there. So he drove his car into that Ten Commandments plaque mm. to get it out of there. He was like, I'm not I'm not saying that it's wrong to have the Ten Commandments there. Yeah. I'm just saying it's not wrong to want Baphomet right there as well. And mm. I don't want Baphomet right there. So take mine out. <laughs> Which is like the right mindset to it have. It is, yeah. This guy actually got it. He went the wrong way direction yes to get it taken care of kind of did oh what i do and it's so weird that christians will do that Mm -hmm. they will they will do the wrong thing to get their outcome that they want they're so dedicated to getting things to be black and white (laughs) you know oh it's just it boggles the mind, but it's the the dedication to get things as black and white as possible seems to be the biggest downfall of those who are truly dedicated to their belief. Yeah. Now the big the big 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 hairy deal, the big thing. Mm-hmm. Is that, it stinky? That is it hairy and that stinky? That the satanic or temple that. The big, big, hairy, stinky, okay. just unwashed thing Oh God! that the Satanic Temple has gotten on board with that has made me turn and go, huh, uh-huh. I might be on board with this entire organization. Yes. Texas put forth their abortion bill. Yes, they did. The Satanic Temple is suing them. Uh Because it is part of their religious right and practice as an organization 
that women have abortions. Surprise! So they are filing a suit against the state of Texas to protect abortions. Oh, yeah. As a religious practice. Boom. The Satanic Temple is saving the nation from Christian tyranny. It is. It actually is. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. Apparently. Oh, yeah. I'm donating to their legal fund. I know it. I'm going <laughs> to donate to their legal fund. I can't think of a good reason why not to. And so should you shortly after donating to Oh, my God. So, yeah. If Patreon you're on board with those seven make. fundamental tenets, and you should be. You should be. Go ahead and donate to the Satanic Temple as a nonprofit organization to help support their legal fund. It's true. And like it. Oh, wow. It's a damn shame, you know, that um, they uh, it's a damn shame that it that it came down to to this. But it's also a damn shame that like Texas is literally trying to strip women of their fucking like bodily rights, you know, and we've. We've gone over this before on the show. Like, don't, don't, not that this is a situation of necessarily, like, yucking each other's yums. How about you don't fuck with other people? You don't fuck with other people. You leave them be. Is it hurting anyone? Leave them be. You know what I mean? And if, like, it's stopping them from hurting themselves, leave them be. You know, they're so dedicated to, to um, you know, like, trying to control people. It's scary. Texas is scary. Like, and I know they've been scary for a minute, but they're getting, like, progressively scarier and, like, actually more tyrannical. I mean, that was a perfect way to put it, is, like, Christian tyranny. Because, like, I have good friends who are self-defined Christians. You know what I know they would never do is fucking try to make it so people can't do that. Mm -hmm. They might, you know, like, it's at the end of the day, like... Say they might vote for it, but I don't think they would, for instance, get rid of a friend for having an abortion performed, for instance. You know what I mean? Like, they can think the things that they want to think as those people and do the things that they want to do as those people. But, like, ultimately, and this is kind of at least my largest rule, is, like, don't fuck with other people. Right. Leave people alone. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of my biggest argument about the whole Chick-fil-A thing. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Because I am I was in Georgia at a time where Truett Cathy was still alive. Truett Cathy, for those who don't know, is the creator and founder of Chick-fil-A. I met him at his original Chick-fil-A re- restaurant. I didn't realize that it was him and that he was there. Wow. He was a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. Okay. There was a table of servicemen at this restaurant at the time that I was there. Mm-hmm. He went over and talked to them, thanked them for their service, and then picked up their tab. He was like, you don't have to pay to eat here. Thank you for your service. Get whatever you want. It's on me. Mm. He was a truly kind-hearted man. Yeah. He donated to organizations that shared his vision. He did not necessarily donate to organizations that do the pray the gay away exclusively. These were organizations that were also organizing mission trips that were building churches and building services in other countries where those services were not provided. 
So he was donating money to these organizations to do these mission trips to build churches, schools, healthcare centers, water, clean water providing things. He was donating to these organizations. They just also happened to pray the gay away and have their gay conversion camps. That's something else they did. That's not what he was donating money to. Yeah. In fact, he employed gay people and was like, I do not agree with your lifestyle, but I cannot, as a good Christian, hate you for it. Yeah. That was that was the way he was, and I know this about him. And so whenever somebody's like, oh, don't support Chick-fil-A because they do these... It, yeah, they do that. They do a lot of good stuff, too. And I don't think that their gay conversion agenda thing was in the creator's mind. Yeah. No, it, it, like that's kind of the hardest part, too, is like thinking about when we when we talk about these things and think about these things and the way they go. Like and it's hard, but you also have to think about like the amount of like people employed. Right. By you know, the place, how nice they are, how they're, you know, like made to my pleasure, you know, like, and all that shit, which is like some top notch things. But you know what I like can honestly say when I go to a fucking Chick-fil-A is that they do not ever seem disgruntled in any way. Every other time you go to a fast food place, it's an, it's an actual gamble whether or not you're going to get someone who will even say fucking hello to you when they give you the food on your way out. But I have yet to, eat at a Chick-fil-A where they have not been like super pleasant, like yeah. actually super nice joke around. Thank me for coming, mm-hmm. making sure I have all the sauces I need. And frankly, like think about the impact that has on people having a bad day. Right. Who are, you know, say people get, you know, talk to like absolute shit at work, absolute shit at home. They're like, fuck, I got to get dinner on my way home. And they roll through, they roll through Chick-fil-A and get told, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you. Like in there's a lot of things that like good intentions go incredibly far and not everything is always black and white sour just because of a instance in which there's a facet of a thing that might happen might not be something you agree with. Right. I don't know. I just. Yeah. Big shrug. Big shrug. I mean, I can't really I can't really say boycott Chick-fil-A because of this one bad thing yes now if it's important to you if it's that important to you Mm -hmm. go ahead and boycott chick-fil-a just realize you're not just stopping cash flow into these gay conversion camps you're stopping cash flow into a lot of good serving organizations as Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's something to consider yeah i don't I don't know. Draw your line where you want. I yeah. guess. You're not wrong. What the fuck that. am I to tell you what to do? <laughs> <laughs> Draw your line where you want. Do what you want. As you will. Yeah, I, I can't. Mean, I'm, I'm fairly certain that's one of the fundamental tenets of the satanic temple is to do what you want. Really, just as long as it doesn't. The freedoms of others should be. Re- yeah, it's tenant number four right there. So I mean, eat it, Chick Fil A. Do what you want. Even the as satanic long as it don't hurt nobody else. Too. Even the satanic temple wants you to eat at Chick-fil-A. The freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. (laughs) To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Boom. There you go. Tenant number four. That's good stuff, you know. (laughs) So, I mean, 
Hashtag Satan rules. No, that's not what they say. Damn it. <laughs> what did I do? I'm working. Am I working for or against? I don't know. I don't know. I don't anymore. know. There's no way to tell. There's, it's so tough to help it, this organization because they could not have picked a better name to get out there. Yeah. But they could not have picked a worse name to help their cause. It's true. It's, fuck. It works both ways. Oh, I don't know. And you know, the like, edges on the sword are so doubled. They really are. I mean, I feel like it's really hard for a world as hyper aware as ours to be able to know what the right direction is. It's caused me to be indecisive in personality. I know that much. Mm-hmm. But then there's the ways of like, you know, the hyper awareness has has led us to demand the things that we should be demanding, things that we've lost over time, you know, things that we've not been able to gain over time and things that we need as human beings Mm -hmm. frankly deserve as human beings right um and i feel like one of those as i mean or are you most are you mostly done with that subject sure because i wanted to touch on a little bit um the hyper awareness of people in the workforce right now despite the fact that there's a labor shortage um, and at least in our state, I know this must be going on kind of across the United States. Uh, well, I know it is where people are demanding livable wages or they're not working. Mm-hmm. They're demanding health benefits or not working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Saw a Twitter feed of someone who said a new person got hired on told us exactly what they were making. We found out they got hired on at a higher rate than us. So we all went to HR, said that how, no, and we all got raises. Absolutely. Boom. That's how that should work, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are, you know, I see that HRs are struggling with this across the board. I see that employers are struggling with the fact that they're trying to hire people at higher wages, but they don't want to give appropriate raises to the people who already work there. Businesses across the board, I've seen personally, are not able to keep people on because of shitty working conditions. The fact that when they're understaffed, they tend to overwork the ones who are on their staff. Yep. And it's kind of like equally driving our labor force into the ground in a way that's, you know, a little you should cause the labor force and economy to be a little panicky, but also is also going to force them to start making some goddamn decisions for the people who are fucking working in this country, paying taxes. Yeah. You know, you know what I think, you know, and I've said it like this for a long time that I think if you pay taxes, you should get health benefits. And with seeing this wide hyper awareness over the fact that workers rights are shit right now for Americans, um, it's turned into this. How the fuck can you pay taxes in this country and not get health benefits? Yep. How the fuck can you work a job in this country, pay your taxes in American, as an American, and still get charged because you can? I'm sorry. I don't care if you're flipping burgers. I don't care if you're picking up dog shit. If you pay a fucking cent to the government, there is absolutely no reason. Now, unfortunately, the healthcare industry is monetized with capitalism in practice. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say it again, because just like our freedom is a human right, health is a human right. 
to do as you fucking please. So, (laughs) I see it a lot more now as how can you pay taxes in this fucking country and still get stuck with a half a million fucking hospital bill from a car accident? And I know you guys can fucking, (laughs) you know, you guys can attribute to this, you know, personally. And here's the next worst part. Y'all fucking have health benefits Mm -hmm. and are still stuck with a massive fucking hospital bill from your wife's accident. Yep. Fucking infuriating. Oh, yeah. So I feel like these things are changing as we go along. But, like, goddamn, was that – isn't that one of the tenets about health and the body? Could be. I vaguely remember. I think I really feel like one of those tenants was actually like touched on the fact that the human body or maybe it was a little bit more as it like applied to abortion, but or at least the rights to one body and how it works. Number three, the one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. That's the closest it gets. Yeah, essentially. But it's 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 baffling to me that anyone can pay a cent in taxes and be completely abandoned because if someone gets hurt and can't keep working that's also a big issue if yeah. they can't if they're too busy paying bills that they can't afford their car anymore and they can't get to work guess who's not working and paying taxes anymore guess who's still going to end up having to file for tax driven programs yeah. That go back into the I don't understand why we don't help ourselves. You know what I mean? And it's it's kind of frustrating. Because to see that's outside, socialism. That is. Somebody explain that to me. How the fuck is health benefits <laughs> socialism? Just no. Don't just sit there and go, well, that's socialism that I'm paying for them to have a a tumor taken out and have a healthy life, but when it comes to me, well, my my stuff's paid for too. But still that's socialism. Communists. How the fuck? Is taking care of one another socially. The Kremlins. How? How is that just not like good good manners? We've talked about it on the show before that it's an old it's an old idealism. It's just the shittiest fucking thing I could think of for anybody to go, well, that's socialism to take care of your neighbor mm-hmm. and then take care of yourself and everybody gets taken care of and Yeah. What? I feel like the world is changing and I feel it sometimes, though, because like a big thing with the labor force. Now, granted, any anyone on the, the other side will argue that, well, why there's un, while there are unemployment benefits that you can there, while there's an employment benefits that you can get and you don't have to work right now. Don't get me wrong. There's still assholes out there who quit their jobs. I unfortunately have heard through the vine of, of people that know people that have deliberately quit their fucking job because they knew what the unemployment benefits were. Not a smart move. I'm going to be honest uh, because those are not guaranteed. And unfortunately, there are politicians who I thought were smarter than that trying their hardest to continue to extend the unemployment benefits that frankly are apprehending, like apprehendingly dumb and generous in a way that's like, okay, that's a waste of money. Why are you giving people far more than what they need? Far more. I digress. Um, not really wanting to argue the semantics of that, but in any way to really explain to people that we are still very middling in our fucking point of view as far as politics and uh, 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 society is concerned, um, that the amount people were getting paid out to not work was pretty ridiculous, but some people did need the boost initially. 
to keep up with what they were making before. Now that the workforce is kind of like back at it, we have a vaccine. We still wear masks unless you're not smart. Um, then <laughs> it's it's basically an issue of of basically politicians fucking off and trying to create what is actually truly an argumentatively socialist government, which is a little terrifying. But again, it's kind of that it, it goes in the same line. I feel like as the the Temple of Satan calling themselves the, the Temple of Satan with a fucking killer list of tenants that, mm. frankly, the world could use. Yep. The, hmm, the uh, unemployment and the increase in the unemployment and then the lack of workforce now as opposed to that. Yeah. That's capitalism in action. It is. That's what this is. This is not the blame of socialism. This is capitalism writ large. This is how it works. It is. Welcome to the free market. Okay, you want quality employees, you have to pay for them. You really do. Okay, if you want to get ahead, you have to make more money. If you want to have, the, this is the capitalist dream. Everybody wants their share of the pie. Everybody wants more money. Everybody needs more money to drive the economy forward. You don't get that if you're not making money. And if you're not making the right amount of money, for the job you're doing, you have every right to expect more and be paid what you're worth. Mm -hmm. That is how capitalism works. This is all part of the design of this bullshit system, which incidentally never fucking works on paper, but always works in practice. Yes. Communism, on the other hand, always works on paper, never works in practice. Yes. <sighs> I know. Thank you for listening when Daniel met Rich I'm Richard. <laughs> Follow us on the socials. Check out our Patreon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next time. Or you can hear us next time. However we fucking work this. Maybe we up. can listen to them if we, yeah. you know, like play our yeah. cards right, get yeah. people to subscribe Maybe. to a patreon.com slash excitement inc. That'd yeah. be real fucking swell. I wonder if they know what our uh, Patreon address is. I don't know. Our Have Patreon. you mentioned it yet? www.patreon.com slash excitement inc. I think that was it. Is that it? Yeah, I think it, that was is it. Is it the patreon.com slash excitement inc? Could that be the link to our Patreon? www.patreon.com <laughs>